0: Hi, and welcome to the Raw, Real & Rebelicious podcast. My name is Michelle Rebel Coops, and as a personal branding coach, I guide and mentor high-achieving professionals and entrepreneurs to liberate themselves from the invisible shackles that keep them from expressing themselves authentically and unapologetically in work, life, and even love. I believe we can all become our own powerhouse and become true leaders of our lives. So let's explore how you can become who you're meant to be, a free, radiant, joyful, and juicy creature of love who takes charge like a true leader does. Hey guys, and welcome to this sixth episode. So today I'd like to speak about what is really needed for us to open our legs. (laughs) I'm talking about this from a woman's perspective and I'm not even necessarily talking about sex here, but I'm talking about trust. I'm talking about how safety is key in every relationship that we build, whether it's in a business relationship or in a um, love relationship. I've actually been talking about this with, some of my lovers but also some of my friends and you know because this is a topic that really addresses us all. For us to open our hearts to someone in any situation we want to feel that our hearts are safe. So last weekend I actually had a I had a zoom call with one of my sisters, um, not blood sisters but one of my <laughs> spiritual sisters. I explained to her how um, I need time to build trust, how in the beginning, when I'm dating someone, for example, I feel um, I, I may fall in love, but that doesn't necessarily mean automatically that I'm ready to enter a relationship with them. Why not? Because I still, I first need to see if they will be there if they're present, if they will stick around, so to speak. If they can be that partner that I really desire, that I long for. And that takes time because you generally need to spend time with someone and go through a number of things to get to know each other, right? And a funny thing is that my beautiful sister said, oh, it actually works the other way around for me. I always trust someone immediately. And that got me thinking. Because I also know what she means with that. She said, you know, in the beginning I always trust someone and it's always nice, you know, and then as the relationship progresses, that's when the trust goes down because, you know, disappointments happen and and, and things just things just occur and the trust goes down. And in that moment, while I was talking to her, I realized that there are actually a number of different levels of trust. Because I do understand her point here. In the beginning, when someone hasn't, well, they haven't um, done anything bad to you yet. So there's no (laughs) bad points or anything yet. It's like, yeah, you're doing good so far. There's no disappointments yet. I don't feel, you you haven't hurt me so far. So of course I'm going to trust you. It's that naive feeling of, yay, this is all amazing that you have in the beginning. And that feeling of, oh oh my God, this is wonderful. I'm just going to immerse myself in it and see where it goes. And obviously, as time goes by, we disappoint each other because we're all human and we're not perfect and a man will disappoint us, a woman may disappoint us, people will disappoint us. And that can actually lead to our hearts slowly closing up again. Like building a wall like yeah okay so you've hurt me a couple of times in the past now how are you going to make up for that it's like our heart that was so open and naive and (laughs) excited about this new opportunity or this new love in the beginning is now becoming a little bit bitter like hey you've proven to me now, you showed me a couple of times that you cannot be there for me or that you will disappoint me and that you will hurt me because you've done this and this and this. And it's like we, 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 <laughs> we have this record of list, this list of all the disappointments that someone has uh, done to us, basically. And that's how we become a little bit more distrusting as time goes by. And that, in the end, huh, well, you know, I was talking about opening our legs. This is what closes our legs, basically. And this happens, I, I know this from my previous relationships, is whenever I feel that time progresses and there's so much so much pain, you know, and things happen, and I can see that, oh my god, you're not there for me. There is a blockage, and I see it in. You know, when I just listen to people who are in a long-term relationship, I hear it all the time. There's blocks, there's emotional blockages that withhold, particularly women, I don't want to generalize here, but I do see, hear it in a lot of women that, you know, because there's emotional blockage and they don't really feel fully safe because they've been disappointed, it is very hard for them to actually open up to a man sexually. That's why I'm saying before you open your legs, you want to feel that you can trust someone. And in the beginning, obviously, someone hasn't disapp- disappointed us yet. So it's it's a little bit easier. At the same time, and that is the other way, and that's what I was talking to my sister uh, about, um, is that in the beginning, they also haven't proven that they will stay. So, you know... Despite the fact that, you know, I can have a good time with you sexually, that's amazing. And it is definitely something that, re- that connects me to someone. But at the same time, for me to fully open my heart and fully trust that someone's there, I need time for that. Because in the beginning, oh, of course, I have my past experiences as well, where guys were fully into me and then decided after a couple of weeks that I am too free for them. I've actually gotten that feedback. From men saying to me, I heard it months after they told me the reason that they, for example, ghosted me or that they stopped the dating or they stopped the experiment, was that they felt they would need to share me because I'm so open-minded and I'm very liberated. And they wanted a woman for themselves. Well, I mean, that's a fair point. I mean, if that's what you want, sure. (laughs) Then I'm not your then I'm not your woman (laughs) because I personally do not choose a lifestyle of um of monogamy at this point in my life and I haven't done so in many many years but you know you never know when things are going to change um but at this point no so and that scared them they felt really intimidated by that and because of that I got I was disappointed quite Sometimes where someone was fully into me because, yeah, I I love your energy and it's amazing. And oh, my God, the way you make me feel is so wonderful and blah, blah, blah. And then to after a couple of weeks or after a couple of months, they would go again. That really hurt my or it damaged my trust in men. Like, am I too much? Am I too expressive? You know, am I really that hard to to love you know, is there no one out there who's going to accept me for who I am? And who's going to understand that the fact that I may not be monogamous doesn't mean that I'm not loyal? That's, those were questions that I was really asking myself. Because for me, exclusivity and loyalty are two very different things. For me to build trust with someone, to really build trust with some is, if someone, is fully around the emotional aspect. I build I want to build emotional safety and emotional trust you know be there for me, but it is not necessarily directly connected to physical exclusivity for me so this is a very interesting subject here I believe because um, at the same time there is also there there is a level of physical connectivity here because when I don't feel safe emotionally <laughs> I can definitely not open my legs on the long run. And that takes a long time for that feeling of unease, of distrust. You know, it takes... Uh, usually that's something, that's something that can grow into a relationship when you're not fully um, communicating about your deepest struggles, when you're not being fully raw with each other. That's when those things start festering, you know? They start... oh taking their place, taking root within the relationship. That's when on the the long run, there's distrust. And in the end, you know, what kind of, in, in any case, if you want to build trust, I'm talking about relationships here now because I really, I really love talking about love and relationships and how to navigate that. It is something that I keep, yeah, navigating as well. Um, I do not consider myself a relationship expert. This is just something that I think every human being is experiencing. That's why I talk around this. But in the end, you know, that kind of trust and building relationships is something that we do in every part of our lives. If you have a client or you want to attract a certain type of person, a certain type of client in your life, then you need to establish trust with them as well. Not for them to open up their legs, but for them to open up their wallet. It is the exact same thing. They want to feel that you're the right person for them, to serve them, to help them along the way, you know? And they need to establish that trust before they will say, they will feel a full yes. Like before I can give a full yes to a man in terms of yes, let's move this to the next level and, you know, let's start a relationship. I need time for that. Clients need that as well. Or potential clients. Let me put it that way. So when you're you could say that the prospecting journey really is the dating journey in in business. There's also a level of trust that is needed here, and that takes time. At the same time, once they do decide that, once you decide to engage in this business relationship because there is enough trust to say, "Okay, we're going to move this to the next level. We're going I'm going to open up my wallet." Then still, there needs to be a level of proving that, on the long long run, you're really going to serve these people. And um, personally, I can sometimes struggle with that. And you might wonder why, and that is because I do feel I really do not want to disappoint people, so I want to I want my clients to be happy. And it it requires of me a certain level of commitment on the long run to keep serving them. And for me, as someone who is so autonomous, who wants to just be free and not have that many commitments, that can be a struggle. So this is something for me that I need to consciously focus on. I need to consciously understand that when when there is a commitment and when someone has opened up their wallet or maybe a potential partner, when a partner has opened up their hearts, Not necessarily their likes, but you know, you get my point that I will keep nurturing that. That is something I really need to um, consciously commit myself to because I have a tendency to start islanding again and to, you know, just live my life. I'm in my own bubble, in my own zone. So maybe this is, um, and this is something that might be, interesting for you to contemplate in your life as well like how do you build the trust in the beginning and how do you build trust with someone on the long run now i do i just mentioned commitment you know just you know showing someone that you're there showing up this is about showing up not just for the dating part and the prospecting part but this is about showing up on the long run and this means that you need to be very clear on what this means for your behavior and for your activities to show up on the long run you need to hold yourself accountable for that and that means that you also need to know where you're not good at in this in this journey you know you need to know where you're failing you need to know where you need to do better and to do that to actually acknowledge within yourself you know okay like me I'm I <laughs> I get into my own zone and I may, I may sometimes forget to, for example, send a really good friend a message and to, you know, ask them, how are you doing? You know, uh, I know that you've been struggling with this or that. How are you doing? Just that basic human interest, that interaction to keep that flowing, that is not my, <laughs> that is just not my, my strength. To acknowledge that to myself First, So that I know where to improve and actually be able to keep establishing that trust and maintain that, I need to be vulnerable with myself first. And I believe that that is the key here. I believe that that is a very important key aspect of building trust so that we can all, all parties involved, whether you're in a love relationship with a man or a woman or whether you're in a business relationship with your clients, I believe that vulnerability here is key when you first become vulnerable with yourself and you acknowledge everything that you're good at and also the things that you're not good at to keep that trust really uh, growing and to also acknowledge when you failed, when you've done something that maybe failed someone else. In the end, it's that vulnerability and that openness and the willingness to look at yourself that will Create so much trust in the other, you know, when you're open enough, when (laughs) opening your heart, this is about opening your heart to the other, listening to them when they feel like you've disappointed them, when they're expressing that they needed something else and that maybe right now they don't feel the trust. Maybe that, that requires a level of vulnerability for you to acknowledge that. Yes, I failed here. And that is so fucking scary. And the other way around as well, you know, for you to acknowledge that someone else maybe has disappointed you or to to be able to genuinely express that to the other person like, hey, I didn't like this. I feel that I feel less safe now or I feel blocked. I feel that I cannot really lean in to this relationship that we have here. I feel that something is distorted that requires some vulnerability within yourself as well. But it is the only key to really establish a relationship. And I know that within business, we tend to believe that um, it is all about, um, um, you know, data and making sure that you get them results and all of that. But no, it really is about the relationship, about opening your heart to someone. And that is the very primary thing, whether, you know, in any kind of relationship, men or woman, you need to open your heart, You need to open your heart truly, to step into that vulnerability, to understand that you're a person who's flawed, who is imperfect, and that this is fine. And by acknowledging your imperfections, and embracing all of the mess and the maybe the things that you've done wrong you will see that the other person is opening up again, you know, that they can open up and own that, really own your own mistakes, own when you have maybe disappointed someone else. Because when you do that, as soon as you own that, you can really rebuild that trust from that point on and it actually can deepen, it can go deeper and deeper and deeper. It's so beautiful when you are in that kind of um, relationship, love relationship, friendship, doesn't matter. When you are all, both parties are allowing to drop in to really embrace all the (laughs) challenges and go deeper and listen, listen, really listen to someone without judgment, without stepping into that response, that primary response that you might feel. Because this is something that I can... (laughs) This is something that, but that's a whole different topic actually, but this is something I see in a lot of um, situations, business or personal, where people react instead of listen. They become very reactive and that definitely does not establish trust. If you want someone to open up, if you want someone to open up their wallet, their legs, their heart, there needs to be trust that you can hold whatever they bring to the table including their vulnerabilities, that you will not engage into this primary response within yourself, that you can actually step away from that and understand that, you know what, they're not here to go after you. They're not here to deliberately hurt you. They're here because maybe they're expressing a need or a frustration or whatever. And if you can hold space for that in any way, or maybe just because there is a desire and you can help, it doesn't really have to be about something very vulnerable per se but if you can hold space for that because you come from a place of love that love will naturally establish trust that love and that openness that sincerity integrity that is the basis that kindness that is the basis for a truly safe relationship in which everyone can thrive and be who they are meant to be So I hope that this helps. (laughs) Um, I hope that maybe this has made you think. I'm also wondering how you have experienced trust in your past relationships, whether it's business or in a love situation, and how you have had the courage to look at yourself and embrace all of your own vulnerabilities maybe. I'd love for you to share this with me. Maybe leave it in the comments if you can. Um, uh, Depends on where you're listening to this podcast. Um, But yeah, I'd love to hear from you. And maybe we can deepen this topic in in the next podcast, actually. All right. Have a wonderful day. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're hungry for more, please check out my Brand Rebel app in the App Store or the Play Store. Just simply type in Be a Brand Rebel and you will find it instantly. It's free and it's fun. For now, have a magical day. Stay raw, stay real and stay rebelicious.